When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. It's now time for the mega producer Joe George to do what he does best, and that's stumping. No one can stump the best stumper in Stumpville, and that's Stumpy Joe. Stumpy Joe. What happened to Stumpy Joe? The official explanation was he choked on vomit. Today, Stumpy Joe will try to stump the killer bees with Who Said It? Let the stumping begin. Let's get stumped. All right, it's time for Who Said It here on the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I am Joe George, in for Jeremy Branham alongside Joel Blank. All right, BMAC is going to be the stumper this week. Tremac, I think, was the official name when I'm on this side. I think I went 5-0 and last week, BMAC. You went 5-0? and 4-1. We got slaughtered last week. Yeah. Really? Last week, how was, did you let that happen, Joel? It was disgusting. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Did you go back forget. and look at the film? Did you figure out what yeah, happened? Yeah, I mean, I did a little film study afterwards. But, you know, not Santa's, like, losing his mind that Joe finally won. I'm like, yeah, after a six-week hiatus where we absolutely sent him down to the minors and then DFA'd him, suddenly he makes a, a triumphant comeback for a week, and then boom. All right, All so right. a quick caveat or just disclaimer here. Repeats are allowed. Any full-time employee on the show is allowed as well. Wait a minute, so time out, because, you know, Joe always does these Bush League extra That's addendum. why I'm putting it out here at the beginning. Any employee of the station is Any eligible? Any full-time employee attached to a show. Oh, so, so like a producer. So, produ- so producers and hosts. Okay. I don't like it, but you know it's okay. This week. Oh, just remember. Okay. Yeah, he's in Germany. Oh, although his picture says from Houston, but I don't believe it. All right, first one. As you could tell, I'm very white. I'm not someone who knows a little Spanish. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I took Duolingo. I forgot everything I learned on Duolingo. I had a 60-day streak at one point. Goes to show you it doesn't really help you learn that much. Huh. Sounds very Paul. Yeah, it does. And Paul is very white. Oh, see, Josh. Oh, yeah. Josh is fluent in another language. Or he was at one point. He was fluent in Arabic. So Really? Yeah, when he was, he was a Military? Tra- I think his translator was his official job title. Okay. Um... I needed again, BMAC, because I, I yeah. yelled Dell too quickly. <laughs> As you could tell, I'm very white. I'm not someone who knows a lick of Spanish. I took Duolingo. I forgot everything I learned on Duolingo. I had a 60-day streak at one point. Goes to show you it doesn't really help you that much. Man. Uh, it just sounds like Paulie to me. I'm good with Paul. We'll go, we'll go Paul. As you can tell, very white. Right. I'm not. Want to know? Good job. Someone who knows a lick of Spanish. I took Duolingo. I forgot everything I learned on Duolingo. How does? Um, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. No, that's. I mean, it just. I, I thought BMAC was trying to throw us for a loop because Honestly, we know he's very. Wise. You know the other part of it that like I think we gave it away for Paul. If I was to be like, who would invest in something like that and then quit? Paul, sorry, Paul. <laughs> Wouldn't Beard do that? Because he's like into all that. I think Josh is pretty good with his commitments. Okay. Yeah. All right, number two. All right, number two. And this is about Jeremy Branham. The the context of this quote is about Jeremy Branham. 
I will give credit to him for this. Not a lot of people can say that they hate all the decision making, but then still be happy whenever it works out. This is Branham talking about, or in reference to Branham's uh, Dusty Baker tweets. Huh. See, that's good. Sound, <laughs> sounds Dell. Uh, here's the thing. I don't think Dell has any clue about what is said on this show. I think what he's, is said by people on this show on Twitter. I, I do. I, I think it's on Twitter, yes. I don't think he listens to the shows, although he does, because sometimes I've gotten texts. But I think more so, he is aware of what people tweet. Hmm. Do you need it again? Now, now I know. Yeah, one more time. I know. Crit- now remember. Now Creighton likes to go at him. Yeah, that's not. It's that's too. Uh, that's too PC. That's too nice. That's too PC for Creighton in the way he attacks okay. Jerry. Right. Well, right. well done. Well done. Thank yeah. you. Uh, the quote again. I will give him credit for this. Not a lot of people can say that they hate all the decision making, but then still be happy whenever it works out. That's PC. I'm leaning John, so but we can roll PC. You got the last one. No, I mean we can. Why, why John? I just because I feel like John he acknowledges Jeremy's bad takes sometimes very often. He knows so. Yeah, and he does. Fo- he follows them. I'm good with I'm good with PC though. No, you think it's too PC no, for PC? No, let's, let's, I do. I feel like PC would be All right, a lot well more then boastful. You call it. I called the first. I hate one. doing this. See, um, John. I will give him I give him credit for this. Not a lot of people Josh. can say that they hate yeah. all the decision making, but then That's still a, be happy whenever it works out. Okay. That's a blind spot. Um, all right, number three, one to one. I actually feel better that I didn't have I didn't have it narrowed down to two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was not close either way. All right, number three. This is ridiculous. Talking about the Astros. This is ridiculous. Whatever happened to this team? They're not the same. They're all in. Somebody's somebody's in their bodies. Something happened. The Monstars are in their bodies. Oh, I was like John, John, John. Monstars. Not sure. Um, who's gonna reference the Monstars? What age group of kids would that be? Because Beard's got kids, Lance has got kids, yeah, but, but Lance see, is out. But see, no, I think I think having kids doesn't isn't relevant because Mo- Space Jam's me. This, oh, that's right, that's Space right, Jam that's one. right, that's right. So this is like nineties. Paul, there's no way it's Granado. Dell would never reference Monstars. Well, Pat, Josh, Paul is Riley. I could see Beard. I definitely, and you know, basketball and beard. I could see PC. And then who was your third? Full time producers included in this? Yes. Mapes. Think it's Mapes? I don't I don't know. It's a good I, wild card. I kinda like it. Who would reference the Monstars? I don't think it's Pat. I think I think it'd be Mapes. Beard's a basketball guy. Yeah, so is Mapes. Is he? I think so. I don't get that vibe from Mapes. Um, I don't think he'll go Josh. I think Josh could make her an appearance again, but I don't think he go back to back. So I'm going to go. I, I would lean Paul or Sean. And you took. You, oh, because Beard was the last one? Yeah, yeah. He said back to backs are eligible. Yeah, I know, but I typically, when I do it, I try not to go back to back if they're going to be a double up. Just, yeah, but depends I'm just on how my big strategy. of a you know what you want to be. Yeah, I mean, one time I did go four Pauls and. Yeah, which was ridiculous. Um, um, I did four, once go four B case. Good yeah. call. 
Stadium. I, I Stadium. Stadium. I don't. I, I don't have a good feel you for know this what? one Let's with go. the Monstars. Sean Mapes. This is ridiculous. Whatever happened to this team? They're not the same. They're all in. Somebody's in their bodies. Something happened. Uh, they're very. They're very. The Monstars are in their body. They're, you do understand this means something to me. When you just go like completely, he completely off the- dismissed Granado right away. I yeah. said, I said Granado, 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 and then I heard Monstars, and I assumed it's not Granado. I thought, I thought you never said it was Granado. No, I thought it was Granado until it said Monstars. Did he say? I thought he said right away it wasn't Granado. No, he yeah, said I, he no, was thinking Granado, but as soon as he heard Monstars, he dismissed. Then, him I, completely. then I dismissed Granado. Thanks, Joe. You never said Granado's name once, <laughs> right? Because you didn't argue with me. No. All right, next one. All right, number four. It would be so sweet if he could throw one so badly he would hit Scott Service in the face. That would be what I would want. Scott Service is a bleep starter. Scott Service, the manager of the Mariners, is the worst bleep starter in baseball. Now, he didn't call him Service the first time, like Ricky Gervais, right? Yeah, I, think I accidentally slipped that okay, in. Right, a host right. I used to work with on the network would call him Service, and it slipped in on that first one. Oh, is one. that the one? Is that Paige? Yeah, that, Paige used to call him Service. Who's getting a run on Astros Twitter right now? Yeah, I know. People hate him. Okay. Um, the bleep makes me lean Paul or Patrick, personally. Who Pat, says Pat bleep. likes the tough, hard takes on baseball. And, like, they want to say, like, they're like, I'm going to swear, but I'm just going to say bleep, 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 bleep. He does say bleep a lot. It's Paul You're or right. Pat, I think. I, I think I lean Pat. I do, too. We'll go crate. It would be so sweet if he could throw one so badly it would hit Scott Service in the face. <laughs> Okay, that would be what I would enough. want. Scott Service is a bleep starter. Well, we lost. Yeah. Thanks. No, yeah. I, I picked that one specifically out because he said bleep, and I thought you would think it was Patrick. No but, doubt, because Creighton uses bleep all the know, time. He does. I know. That's why I thought it would work. We do have one more, though, and it is a uh, back and forth with myself and Michael Carroll. Oh, acting class. I think the comments, even if the Astros win the World Series, will still have it. Didn't they win, like, four in a row? I think they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won 97, 98, 99, and 2000. Incredible. What a run. Yeah, so Astros, go ahead and win the World Series this year. You won't be a better dynasty than the Comets. I know I heard this. I know I heard this. Saw you, man. I believe this is Mapes and Paul Glunt. Oh, yeah. I'm good with that. I believe this is Mapes and Paul Glunt. Final answer. I think the Comets, even if they win the World Series, if the Astros win the World Series, they still Good have job. it. Did they win like three four in a row? You know who got like Hey, B-Mac. I think they did. For, for official yeah. record, you know who got the two right? I believe that would be Yeah, you. that's exactly what I believe. <laughs> you know who didn't say John's name for the other two? Joel. Poor you. Fair. Okay. I think you just got thrown under the bus, Joe. All right, yeah. That's all that happens on this show. Drive me smooth, mother... Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, all right. We still got time left to go in the segment, so we got so we got some things to get to. God, I mean, where's Double Rods? He, he'd be absolutely well, giddy. The death lineup did not make an appearance. The lineup is out, Joel. You ready? Yes. Obviously, Jose Arquiti are starting. First, we'll start there. J.P. France not injured, okay? J.P. France was scratched due to a medical emergency. Okay. Uh, family emergency. Okay. So uh, that's per Brian McTaggart. Hey, thoughts so, and prayers yes. to whatever's going on, and at least... We can we know it's not something with his arm, but let's so, hope everything's all right. Uh, Christian Javier uh, is in the bullpen, um, which still leaves him in line to start. 
Uh, or he's through at a bullpen session, still even in line to start on Sunday. But here's the lineup. Jose Altuve at second. Bregman at third. Alvarez is your DH. Tucker in right field, batting fourth. Jose Abreu batting fifth at first base. Michael Brantley in the lineup in left field. Chaz in center. Pena at short. Machete is your catcher. No Yiner Diaz. No death lineup. Man. Nice to see Brantley in there with the day-to-day comments yeah, no, made and, and, earlier by Dana Brown. Chaz McCormick back in the lineup after getting hit, but no Yian or Diaz on the mound with Jose. Or, I mean, behind the plate with Jose Arquiti pitching. I um, I still stand by what I said though about I would have had Yiner in there because I don't. I, I just I think that it's going to be one time through if you're Arquiti, and I think you're probably going to see Hunter Brown, and I think that I would feel more comfortable with a guy like. Uh, Yiner catching a guy that he's familiar with with Hunter Brown. But Hunter Brown hasn't been stellar either way, so I'm not going to nitpick Dusty too much. I'm really more more relieved that Michael Brantley's in the lineup. Yes, absolutely. That is, I think, the, the positive of all of this is that he's playing again. I, I do think TK's on to something, though, when he said, like, maybe he'll play today and then, and then Sunday. play Sunday. I, I, I think that is the, the path to what we're headed towards with Michael You know Brantley. what else, too, Joe, is it, it matters what, what the situation is. If they still yeah. have to win Sunday, he's in the lineup. If yep. if they don't, he's not. Not that he won't take batting practice, but then they're going to try and start getting closer to and having you know worked in in another sport and professional sports. At a certain point, when a guy has a lingering injury, it's how do we find the routine that gets you as close to effective as we can get you? Because we know there's no tomorrows. We know we now need you, and you can't go on the IL. So I think that at a certain point it's going to be start figuring out can he play every other day? Can you know if he's playing or in the lineup? How long does it take to get him ready? Mm-hmm. I think those are things they're going to start working on because I think it's now it's just managing the discomfort or the the the, the soreness. Yeah, and, you know, it's the the whole like going with that. The when Dusty Baker said it was going to take him too long to get ready to pinch hit, that does to me scream like he has to start. Like, he needs to play and get ready the whole game and stay ready and play in left field and be active. If he can't just get ready to pinch hit, he can't be your DH. And, frankly, that means he's basically useless on your bench. Like, if you can't prepare him for a pinch hit opportunity, it just it puts you in this, like, weird conundrum with Michael Brantley where it's like, well, then he probably needs to be in your left fielder so he's constantly staying ready by being in the field. But, Joe, that's the bigger issue, too, right? Because you know you're so much better when he's in the lineup. Like, you didn't see him for the majority of the year, but the minute you did, you instantaneously felt more confident going, whoa, this dude is a professional hitter. This dude, when he's in the lineup, makes everybody around him better. They score more runs. They have more opportunities. He gets more hits for the totals. Like, that's why he's so important. For as much as he hasn't played all year, and I personally have written him off multiple times, when you put him in the lineup, he, he just, makes it so much better that that's why he becomes so hyper-important. And you have to figure out how you can use him. That's what I'm talking about. If he can't be your pinch hitter, because, you know, some guys can't come in cold and just do something once, that you have to be in, the, you have to be active, you have to be moving, you have to be in a routine. Mm-hmm. Or if he's going to be a pinch hitter, besides being in the cage, is he got a heating pad on the shoulder? Is he, you know, is, are they at a certain point, like the fourth inning on, are they going to start, like, rub, rubbing down the shoulder and getting to a point where he's loosening it up? But you got to figure out how you can use him because he's too important to not use at all. Yeah, and I do like him batting sixth in this lineup. Um, specifically, we saw like when uh, the other day when Kyle Tucker got walked for uh, to put Jose Abreu up with the bases loaded. 
having Michael Brantley behind Abreu, I just think hopefully it'll avoid some of that the the intentional walk for Tucker because mm-hmm. it's like well if Abreu gets on well then Brantley's on it's like then the snowball can start can really start all right when Jeremy's away we talk Rockets what would it take for you? To feel excited about the Houston Rockets as you do about the Houston Texans right now. That's next here on the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. Like I told my last wife, I says, honey, I never drive faster than I can see. Besides that, it's all in the reflexes. Welcome back, Houston. It's the Killer Bees, Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham, live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Joe George and Joel Blank here on the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We just went through the Astros lineup. Yair Diaz is not in it. Jose Arquiti is on the mound. J.P. France was scratched for a family medical emergency. So uh, hopefully everything is okay with him, and it's just one start. He will miss today. Um, Hector Neris once again met with the media. Forgot to mention that on the air. Um, he met with the local media for like six, seven minutes today. Once again denied saying any homophobic slurs. Says he acknowledged that the Major League Baseball is investigating um, the incident of what happened, but uh, he does not expect any disciplinary action. Well, the athletic so, in Rosenthal is the reason why all that's happening. Because TMZ he, too. They, they blew yeah. it up. They blew it up after you thought it was over, and then they got to Rodriguez, and and then you know Suarez again. So, you know that stirred the pot yet again. And the one thing you don't want because you can't afford to lose mm-hmm. Harris for any games. Yeah, and I would I would be curious if they did find a reason to suspend him. How quickly it would happen because, you know, like that we there is a precedent in Major League Baseball, a bunch of different scenarios where players have been suspended for regular season games for the following season instead of having them in for postseason games. So it's like it, it could go a bunch of different ways. Like if they did feel that that was necessary, that Hector Neris potentially might not even miss any time in the postseason. So right now that's just kind of a, a wait and see. But You and I couldn't remember when Yuli got suspended. Yeah, I really feel like Yuli's suspension was for the next year, but I could be. It was. okay. It wasn't during the postseason. Yeah, so it was okay. for the next year. Like, And, and that was one of the points I was trying to reference. But like, And there's been others, too. So, right. Which is, look, that's MLB's prerogative. They can handle it anywhere they want. But we'll see. I, I also, like, you can't just take a player's word for it if he's like, I don't expect to be disciplined because we know it doesn't often work that way. But at least at this point, Hector Neris says that he doesn't expect. Now, do you recall, because I was also trying to think back, and the, both of you guys, I don't know that there was any clear, low-angle camera that caught where you could read lips, and I don't think any microphone picked up the audio loud enough. You, it was actually the center field camera that showed the direction that showed him walking towards J-Rod. I don't recall any audio or any video where you could actually try and decipher what he said. There, yeah, because every video yeah. I've seen, it's been at an angle. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, I don't know how reading lips works, but I, I could see that because his Neris's face is turned. It's at, it's at an angle. It's not directly on. And like you said, I haven't seen anything with clear audio. Either. So it'd be tough to say definitively without a doubt what he actually said. Yeah. I also kind of like have a huge problem with that. I don't believe you should be able to be suspended for something that is based off reading lips. Well, but I'm saying, like, no, there has the, to be... but I understand with the parabolic mics that are low, which if you don't know, are those oh, kind of yeah, yeah. ha- those half half a beach ball rounded things that really pick up the sound of the game. They can pick up a ton. Yeah. But 
I don't know that they you could pick up what he yelled. A lot of times you can hear things coming from dugouts and things depending on how, where those mics are. I don't recall, and I watched that game, uh, and I said I was flipping back and forth between the Seattle telecast and the Astros. I don't recall getting any audio at all to be able to say, oh, someone that knows Spanish, or saying, hey, Lisa, what did he say? 100%. And that's where it's like, if you can pick it up on the mic, that's one thing. That's different. Like, that's totally legit and fair. But, like, to, the idea that they're trying to base this off lip readers uh, of determining what, and, and they're not, and Major League Baseball has not said that, but that's just what Twitter and uh, everyone is speculating. Like, this is what we think he said or what we, he didn't say. Like, that's stupid. Like, the, let Major League Baseball do their investigation. We'll see how it plays out. All right. So, obviously, like, the hype train's very for real for the Houston Texans right now. Yep. For C.J. Stroud, there's a lot of people who think that, like, our show, which is just so funny because, like, how negative some people think we are, that, like, how homerish we've gotten on the Texans and C.J. Stroud. But, like, the hype is real, and I think it's fair, and it's justified, and people are excited. Jeremy started out pretty harsh and then changed his mind. Which is fair. Yeah. But none of us, when we've talked about the Houston Rockets this upcoming year, like, no one is, like, as... High expectations. Like, I think the the highest anyone says, like, maybe a playing game. Yeah. And, like, maybe a playing game where there's still five or six games, seven games under 500, and they just happen to be getting in. But basketball is such a different sport than the NFL in terms of, like, obviously, like length of season and everything. So what would it take for you to get this excited about the Rockets as you feel about the Texans right now with training camp getting underway next week? Well, I, I think the first step in that is showing that you've got a real coach that's in total control. And, and for everybody that I've talked to and everything that I've seen and heard, Ime Adoka is in charge. I don't care who the general manager is. I don't care who other basketball operations personnel are. The big thing that is in play here is that Udoka's in charge and everybody else is reporting to him, including Rafael Stone. And the fact is, is you've got a real basketball guy that's going to be a real head coach to a lot of young kids that need it. And I think this is going to be a huge breakout for Jalen Green. You're finally going to see what this kid can be. I think the guy that might flourish the most because of all of this is going to be Shen Goon. Because Shen Goon's got a ton of skill, and I think he was used the wrong way a lot of times by a guy that, for as much as he's been a great assistant coach, Steven Silas was the absolute wrong guy for this team. But I think very similarly, and I always compare the two teams and the parallels and throughout the two organizations through the last couple of years of Rockets-Texans, you got the right coach, just like the Texans got the right coach. So that's where I'll start. And then because of it, you know he has more longevity than the general manager. He also has total control of that locker room, and he just got two veterans that he was in the mix to bring in that by all accounts, whether you think Dylan Brooks got overpaid or not, these dudes are professional, these dudes are serious, these dudes are locker room guys, and all that BS of the past is out the window. There's a lot that's leading me towards this team right now. And this KPJ situation, I will say this, Joe, the one thing that they have to do, and it's a horrible look that they didn't do this already, they can't sit in there and get any words out of any rumor mill saying, I'm looking to trade KPJ. You cut his ass. The minute the league is done, and I don't know why it's been more than 48 hours. Yeah, it's taken. The, yeah, someone asked 4187, is Kevin Porter still employed by the Rockets? Yeah, yes, he is. And the first, but, 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 but as long as he still is, the last thing you want is all these different sources coming out saying Rockets are actively pursuing a trade for KPJ. One, what team in the league in their right minds taking him, even if they want to dump out a salary? I'm skeptical of that report. So I, I think, you know what? I think that report was, Joel. I think that report was weak cannot waive him be- until the NBA is done investigating. It was just some kind of message to the fans of like, look, he's not going to be here. 
Like we like we are just putting this out there to try to convey to our fans in some way that we will like we don't want him here no matter what. It does not matter the result of the investigation. Like we do not want Kevin Porter Jr. on the Rockets. Dub- we just can't waive him until the NBA. Can I devil's advocate that? Sure. Uh, the reason why I think that's not true is because it's the horrible look when you know that if any of it's even remotely true, he's never going to play again. So you you absolutely unequivocally, and you look at the Dodgers with Trevor Bauer. You look at what the Astros did before they re- t- took Roberto Osuna. From an organizational and team standpoint, you say, bottom line is, done. That's it. Because what you're trying to do there is you're trying to, you're trying to obtain assets for a guy that has all this following him around. That's a horrible look. At this point, you can't worry about getting anything for him. He needs to get as far away from you as possible. And so you make a statement for your organization, for your team, for your fan base. We are done. Boom. That's it. Yeah, but they just they can't. Like they're not allowed to. They're not. I, they're not allowed to waive Kevin Porter Jr. until the NBA is done investigating. And I think that's so. Coming, then you don't so. say anything. Yeah, but like they haven't said anything. All that's been reported is by Kelly and by uh, Shams. Like even Woj. I guess Woj had this too. That like that they're trying to trade him, but like the. But they that's can't how the word gets anything. out because calls are made, GMs and agents talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that's the thing that bothers me the most is. Until the league makes the decision, you keep them away from the team, and you say nothing, knowing that the minute that you know that there's even the hint that it's all true, boom, it comes down, I'm done, yeah. that's it. But you don't want it out there in any way, shape, or form that you're considering trading him. Yeah, I, I just I think that it was more just of a message to, like, we don't want him here and trying to tell their fans because I don't think most fans understand the rules, even when, no matter how much we tell them, because not everyone on social media listens to the shows. That like they can't cut him. I think it was more just a message to your fans. Like I- I'm curious, like what Monday is going to be like. Well, Monday's going to be a bleep. I-, show. I think most of the Rockets media is pretty soft. So like I don't think they're really going to push, you know, too much. You know, when they got challenged by like when when Adoka and Stone kind of pushed back of like, hey, we're not going to talk about what happened in Boston. The questions just stopped coming. It's going to happen early. What's going on with KPJ? They're going to say NBA is investigating. We can't do anything. And then like no one else is going to ask. That's weak sauce. Yeah, but that's, you know what's going to happen. That, that is absolutely awful. But I think that they're already trying to manage it because if you see how they're going to do media day, they're going to push for the open setting where you can't get one-on-ones with all the players because you know yeah, the yeah. players are going to want to talk. The, uh, certain players are going to have opinions one way or the other. Well, frankly, that might be good for the Rockets players that they don't allow that because some of these kids are young and dumb. And You're I don't right. really want them answering questions. But, but here's the thing, and going Joe, foot and mouth. The biggest thing that they have to deal with is, to your question to start the segment is, that I, I'm already excited about what this team could be. But unlike the Texans, who got rid of Jack Easterby, who pushed all the negative narratives to the side, that had an owner that was trying to be better with the help of his wife and maybe others, you had nothing but positives going into the season. This is hanging over them right now, which is going to prevent a lot of people from being excited about this team, yeah. which I personally think you should be excited for because I think there's a lot to be excited for if you're a Rockets fan. Yeah, I, I kind of hope for the, for the Rockets' sake, like, and I'm sure they're hoping this too that like there could be a resolution before training camp starts on Tuesday. I think it's fair to the team that if the NBA does not have a resolution yet, I'm questionable about like how what their investigation actually looks like. But like I, I, it would be nice for the Rockets to actually you know be able to cut him by Tuesday or not cut him and then have to answer to why on Monday and Tuesday when they have all the media there. I will say this: I don't think players in that locker room want him back. I mean, I don't know why you would. And I would and I would go so far as to say I don't know if this kid plays another game in the NBA. Uh I would I would 
I would tend to agree with that, except for the fact that we've seen enough comeback stories over years that like it wouldn't totally like I would lean heavily yes, but I've I've been shocked by less. You look at the kid from San Antonio, Primo. You look at some of these kids. He just got like what, like four games? No, he just but he just but there's there's more. Regardless, yeah. I think recent history is going to show you team, and because of across multiple professional sports, the track record is starting to become, I'm not touching this guy. I'm, I'm not going to even consider it because I know that my fan base isn't going to accept it. My locker room damn sure is going to speak up and maybe not accept it. And whatever the benefits could be on the field or on the court, I don't think they outweigh the negative of yeah. trying to bring a guy like this into my culture. Yeah, I wish I agreed with you, but like Primo signed a, a two-way contract with the Clippers today, and he's suspended for four games. Uh, KPJ's thing seems worse. No, KPJ's uh, and, is much worse. I thought the Primo thing, I thought there was another incident, but if yeah. he just signed today, then that, that may be a little yeah. different. I think the, the morals in the NBA are much lower than we would like them to be, and across all But sports. the severity, you're right, is yeah. way more, and the track record. Now, I yeah. don't know what Primo had previous to the, 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 the psychiatrist or whatever in San Antonio, yeah. but I can guarantee you. KPJ's is a long list. It's a laundry list. It's a very long laundry list. All right, a uh, little bit just more on this, and we'll get back into the Astros as well here in the next segments. The Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Hey, before we go to the break, tell you about the good people at mybookie.ag. Look, big weekend coming up. College football, pro football, baseball galore. You want to put some money down on it? Maybe you really want to be more invested in the Astros game. Not like you need to be. But if you want to put money down on it, if you're feeling a certain way about the series, the games, there's tons of ways you can get involved. But mybookie.ag is the only place I tell you to go because they take care of their customers all of the time. Even when there's not games going on, if you're looking for a live dealer and casino games, but you don't want to drive to Lake Charles, you don't have the time or energy or money to go to Vegas, you can go right there to mybookie.ag, live dealer standing by. You can get on the action no matter the time, day, or night. But as for those games, you know there's prop bets. You know that there's the money lines. You know there's the spreads and the over-unders. There's so many ways to get involved, but the most thing, most of the reasons why I tell you to go to mybookie.ag is because they're reliable. They've been in business, and you can trust them because they've been there for over a decade. They take care of you, the customer. They pay when you win, and right now they're doing it again, where if you put a minimum of $50 or more into your account, whether you're a new customer or an existing customer, and use the promo code BET975, you could get up to $200 extra in your account instantly with more money in your account so that you have more games to bet on and more chances to win. Why would you go anywhere else? They take care of you. That's why you go to them, and that's why I tell you that you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere. With the only place I tell you to do it, it's mybookie.ag, and use that promo code BET975. Get over here! ESPN 97.5, the only Houston sports station with a bidet. Red sun rises. Blood has been spilled this night. Excellent. The Killer Bees. What about the murderous Jays? We've got Joel, Jeremy, and Joe. That's three Jays. Coming to you live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5. It's the Killer Bees and Murderous Jays. All right, we got about 25 minutes left to go in the show today. Big weekend here in the city of Houston. Astros, Diamondbacks for three games, Texans, Steelers. Before we get into those, kind of how we're feeling about they're going to go this weekend, just one kind of wrap up with the last segment. What will it take for you to feel the way about the Rockets, you feel about the Texans right now? You didn't answer, right? Yeah, I did not. And it's funny because I'm, I'm going to like very much 
I feel like talk out both sides of my mouth here a little bit. We're like, I'm very excited about the Texans right now. I'm so excited about CJ Stroud and even Will Anderson, just like the direction of this franchise. This is not a Rockets thing. This is a quality of play by the NBA. The fact that teams don't play defense, that they don't try hard in the regular season, that they sit most of their guys. I can't, I don't think I'll be able to buy in to like the Rockets outside of Jabari Smith Jr. until like more than halfway through the season. Now, if Jabari comes out and is balling right away, I'm I'm going to be very excited because of what we saw in Summer League. I'd watch Tari Eason real close, too. And Tari's a good one, too. Because even, like, Jalen Green a little bit. But, like, there's, there's so little defense and there's so little effort through teams throughout the regular season in the NBA. I just have a hard time buying into teams until we see them in the playoffs. Same thing with, like, even with the Grizzlies as they were ascending. It's like, I don't know who you really are until you play real basketball. Because, like, the NFL is real football every single week. I don't feel that way about the sport uh, collectively as the NBA. That's fair. But, Joe, as it relates directly to the Rockets, I think you already have the coaching staff in place to change that frustration. I hope so. And I think there's two things that have happened. If KPJ, who led the league in turnovers as a point guard, is not your point guard. If Steven Silas isn't letting three different guys isolate every third trip down the floor and that's your offense, it's going to be better adding two veterans, and now three because people forget Jeff Green. But in the locker room, on the practice floor, on flights, yeah, and it's gonna matter. Jeff Green's going to be a big help for this team. That when you look at it, the culture's changed. There's a new sheriff in town. He's going to run things differently. He brought in a, a whole new staff of guys that are going to work with these kids. I need to see Jalen, the emergence of Jalen Green. I need to see this Kobe comparison. I need to see this superstar in waiting. I see it on a really bad team when he's allowed to do whatever he wants. I need to see it in the context of an offense that actually moves the basketball and has get, you know, player and, and ball movement. Yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of Shengun, a lot out of him, and better. I think you're going to see a lot of Jabari. Tari Eason's going to have a great year. Van Vliet's going to be Van Vliet. Dylan Brooks hated what he did across the league, but I'm hearing great things about who he is and what he can do. He played really good in like the for Canada for in the, Canada. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I just it's not that it's not an anti rocket thing. I just I just I struggle with the NBA to really I feel like evaluate what they are during the regular season. But I am I'm much more excited. I just don't think I'll be on their bandwagon as much as I am and excited about the Houston Texans. Um, That's also part part of the culture that football is everything here. Yeah, yeah. And it's just and in the NFL like they just they play real football from week one through week eighteen and through the playoffs. And I just don't believe the NBA does that. But looking at the games this weekend, we'll start with the Astros. Obviously, once again, if you missed it due to a family medical emergency, JP France has been scratched from the start tonight. Jose Arquiti will be on the mound instead. Yainer Diaz is not playing. Machete is. Michael Brantley is in the lineup, and Chaz McCormick returns as well. So, three games left in the regular season. How's it going to play out, Joel? They're going to be the second wild card, third wild card, win the division out of the playoffs? Because it's all on the table. My personal feeling is that they're going to get in. My personal feeling is that they're going to be the third wild card, and I don't think that's a bad thing. It's not. But as long as they do that and they set up their pitching, I don't have a care in the world. I would love to see them win the division. But the risks, I think, outweigh the reward. And if you go for it, and you go for it too far, last time I checked, you don't get a World Series championship for winning the regular season, for winning your division, for doing what you could for 162. What matters is when that that second season starts, starting next week. And that's what I'm most focused on. So if it's over tonight because they win and, and the Mariners lose, or it's as close to it as you can be, 
then I'm not going to pitch Justin Verlander or Framber Valdez. I'm going to take my chances. I can get one more in Arizona, and I'm going to go make sure that I'm going to be the best prepared to run the table and do what I need to do in the playoffs. How would you feel if now this... Now, why did Todd Kyles, by the way, say three instead of two? I thought the magic number's two. Any win or loss no, combination I, I guess, two. I guess because the way the, the game played out last night for the Mariners, I guess they did three. I guess you do need... I guess your magic number is back to three or... But I thought they had to win three or four from the Rangers. So if they only win two... It just all depends. Let me look at this guy's chart here. Because, yeah, that um, chart is getting a lot of run. Because the Blue Jays won again. So the Blue Jays have all, but I think their magic number is one to solidify a playoff spot. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I can't keep track of magic numbers. I was just curious. Anymore. I was under the impression the magic number was two. Yeah. Well, I think it's still at two, but I think, I don't know. Um, so I think that I, I kind of just tend to agree with you that it, it's, it, they're going to get the third wild card spot. I'm good with it. How would you feel if the Astros skipped Verlander on Saturday, though, and tried to do like a Hunter Brown or something like that, and then they saved JV for Sunday for like a winner go home kind I don't of like, game? Now, now Verlander is essentially out of or on, on short note on short rest or just out. He's either out for the wild card round. So it's Saturday or nothing. Saturday or nothing. Yeah, I think that makes sense. All right, the Texans game this weekend. Yep. Um, it's this is an interesting game because mm-hmm. the way we've pumped up the Texans this week, I think you look at this weekend and say even with the offensive line struggles, they can beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. They should beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I I'm gonna have them winning. I've got the Texans at 24 and the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Steelers at 17. I think it's a very good game, a competitive game, but I think this game is won off the hands of Jalen Petrie returning to the Texans this weekend and taking a pick six for. For the defense. I so. think it's 21-17 Steelers. I think that their defense with that offensive line that they're going up against, it's not going to be the fault of C.J. Stroud, per se. It's not going to be the fault of guys that you know are out there busting their tails. I just think they're overmatched. I think mm-hmm. the offensive line is overmatched with a pass rush that's far too totally good. Totally fair. And so I think that because of C.J. Stroud and company, they will be able to keep it close. Because Kenny Pickett ain't the guy... And and and, and D'Amico will have that defense ready. They'll be in the game. But at the end of the day, I think that the Steelers are going to be a more well-oiled, polished machine to take advantage of a disadvantaged offensive line, if that makes sense. And I think that the Steelers will prevail. Uh, one last thing here. I want to make sure we get this mentioned in here. We got this text earlier from 0002. Can you all say who's going to be with Josh and no more who? No, but Josh and the who has been canceled. Josh will be back on Monday, but he'll have a real co-host starting on Monday. So sorry to people like me and Paul. If you, if you were, Does that make everyone else not a real co-host? Not for not a real, real one, but his real, real one will be here on Monday. So Monday, 12 o'clock, we'll have the official announcement. Our full lineup will be fully revealed. Uh, our new lineup, Monday at 12. Also, side note, I'm not doing a show at 6 o'clock today because my voice hurts. And also, I've already been with you guys for three hours. So I don't think you need to deal with much more of me. Final segment. So what does that mean? Who does it? Huh? ESPN. Oh. Uh, and then we'll have Five Star, PC, and Hall of Fame tonight. I've Hall of Fame to call will be live. Five Star for weeks. Um, all right. Last thing to do for the show, as we always have, our Car Wreck of the Day brought to you by CarWreckTexas.com. That's our final segment next here on the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We got weights and fish. We got Weeks and fish. There we go. Oh, All teams covered. 
no stalking points necessary. You're back with the Killer Bees on 97.5 and 92.5, live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Final segment of the Killer Bees here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I guess this is the music of Jose Arquiti. I think it's that's in, right. It's been it's so in, long, it's, in the it's been system hard to remember, title. but that does sound right. I yeah. Think, I don't think I've ever heard this song. I mean, I've heard the song. I just don't know in this context I've heard this song. Because I don't think we've ever played it with me as the producer of the Killer Bees. Because he was out so early. It hasn't been smooth in a long time. Yeah. So, I think we are we are going to do probably a full revamp for the 2024 season. Well, we have to. Because this season was The reason joke. why we did it was Bromber was a roller coaster, and then he went on the... The uh, the streak, and then since then he kind of went back to a roller coaster. But we, you know, when he was Cy Young candidate in the first half, it didn't fit. Second half, it kind of came back. Um, all right. So final thing we do. Well, how, so are you how, any last comments on the lineup tonight? Yeah. We do the car wreck of the day. It is what it is. Just win the damn game. Yeah, it's, it is nice. I think the un, the only like under talked about thing that we didn't do yet was really it's nice to see Chaz McCormick back in the lineup. I didn't anticipate him missing any more time. Though. Kind of was the ultimate screw job for the Mariners and their fans, though, right? Because they yeah. were all giddy when he got hit, and they were going back to the the incident at first base with France when he slapped the glove. And then, as giddy as they got, the guy that replaced him did all the damage when Dubon hit the, the bomb. Yeah. Uh, only other thing I want to get to before we do the, the car wreck of the day: uh, What do you think? What do you make of the the Rice Love You Blue jerseys? I don't like it. I don't like them either. They look really ugly. Well, it's not only that; it's like. We, it's been there and done that. Like, I don't know who thought of it first, but U of H came out with it first. I think they should have They should have canceled it. The minute, that, I, the minute it. that Houston got it out there and, and, and they played a game in it and they saw the hype train that went with it, you can't win that deal. You, now, they did win the game versus Houston. Doesn't matter. You're a copycatter. Because yeah. a lot of people win the marketing battle but can't win the game. That's why they have good marketers. Because sure. they got to get people to go to games when they suck. So the fact that I don't care who won the game, the minute that U of H came out with the whole look, everybody's playing for third. So don't do it. Yeah. Well, I guess, and I guess the Texans will be last. They're not going to call it Love You Blue, though. They're going to call it Houston Blue. They can't call it Love You Blue. It's also, yeah, because the, the, well, I think there's even some like conversation about like that Love You Blue might be more trademarked to where Rice might not have as much rights to as they thought they did. Yeah. I just think that they feel like the, the, the beef is going to be, where the Adams family wouldn't try to sue the university, I think, but they would definitely go after the Texans. All right, it is time for our car wreck of the day. Uh-huh. You all right? <laughs> My leg's broken. The ball's oh, coming through. Let me see. you brick. Where's my f***ing money? This is the car wreck of the day brought to you by... CarWreckTexas.com. All right, send in your nominations, 713-780-3776. We're going to split this. We're going to have our normal nominations, and then as we have started doing on Fridays, Mean Text. Now, there are no rules to Mean Text. They can go towards anyone. They can be towards other people in the lineup. We might not read those because they might get cranky with us. God, don't bring up anything weird. Uh, they Yeesh. might go to other people that are outside of the station, like this one, for example. Tunsil's still out like a little B-word. That's mean, but yes, he's out. Uh, not going to play this weekend. Um, first time into mean text, BMAC. That's not super mean, but why does this producer sound like John Candy? 
That's, not, I think the, that's I actually, not the worst I've heard. I, I, think, I think he sounds like John Madden. We also got some Andrew Luck texts today. See, that that one I've heard forever. Yeah, I've heard it too. Yeah. That's not, still not the meanest one. The meanest one is always when I get Buffalo Bill. Oh, that's tough. That, always, that, one's, that one's pretty tough. That's I always tough. drive home and hear BMAC, or I'm hearing BMAC with Creighton, and, I, and I'll, I'll just think, all I need to have is BMAC go, here's a guy, when he runs, he actually goes faster. Yeah. Because he sounds like mad. You, wanna, you want me to say a boom? Yeah, right there. Uh, all right, other mean texts we got this week. Homers. I don't know why Jeremy put that on this list. That's not that mean. No. Uh, Jeremy and Joel are just mad they're fat. If they looked like something, they wouldn't be hating. LMAO. That was talking about yesterday with Beard. Talking about the gym. Um, if 790 and 610 got it on and had a baby, it would be this show. Texans and Astros nonstop. Okay, tell us what else. <laughs> What's wrong? What do you want to talk about? Sounds like we're doing a good thing. Yeah, like we should be thing. talking about the uh, the Texans. The you Astros. want lawn talk? We're talking about Justin Fields. There's he's, enough of that. Easy now. You're not associated with. The, you guys broke up. I, he t- he gets talked about a lot on this station, not from me. That's how I know that the Bears are bad. Um, your show being on makes me glad the signal sucks. That's mean. That's pretty low. But also, the, you're still listening. Time out. Yes, exactly. If the signal sucks... Switch to the other one. How do you know... Yeah, listen to 92.5. Also, how do you... And the ESPN Houston app and twitch.tv slash ESPN 97.5. There's a lot of ways to listen. 2147 tries to hammer us on text message every day. Every day, 2147 tries to hammer us. And you know what the consistent is? He's listening or she's listening every day. You guys have the perfect face for radio. I think that was towards all of us. That's fair. That's fine. I mean, last week, someone like literally just said, Joe is fat. (laughs) That was the entire text. I said P-H-A-T. I'm like, and then he doubled down this weekend. And then I got a, te- I got a tweet the other day about how, like, the pumpkin cheesecake is back at Saltgrass. That's all it was. It was like, hey, Joe. <laughs> I just thought you wanted to know. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> That's, okay. And I was like, look, I, so I do like, love cheesecake. That's a bad mix, though. And Pumpkin lo- doesn't belong in cheesecake. I don't, I don't. So it's basically like Facebook and Bad Google Jones listening to you or, or, or tracking your searches, and yeah. they figure out what you want to hear. But like someone just randomly tweeted me this, and I didn't respond because I didn't know what to say. <laughs> and I was like, I "Think you've been typecasted?" Like, am I? Like, I do love cheesecake. So were they wrong? But pumpkin's Do you a bad want to mix. try it? I, no, I like pumpkin cheesecake. Do it's you good. really? Yeah, I think it's good. You like pumpkin? You like pumpkin spice too, don't you? I do. I'm a basic white oh, girl at heart. Come on. Boy. Pumpkin spice. I'm with Joe on this one. Pumpkin cheesecake is yeah. delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I love like, cheesecake, not pumpkin. But like, I got that, and I was like, now I have been on the record that the carrot cake. I, can't, I hate carrot from cake. From saltgrass is the only carrot cake I like. Carrot cake is the biggest waste of a dessert on the planet. Yeah. We've had that when discussion. They to- I've only been to one place that had a good carrot cake, and it was True Lux here off of mm. Westheimer. Good I don't call. believe a vegetable belongs in a dessert. It's just, it's, there's only like a couple In general, places. I agree with you, but yeah. True Lux is special. Um, Seraphim, by the way, has been banned off the planet because he decided to bring my wife into something that he texted. So, therefore, Uh-oh. he's out. Uh, no one wants to talk about Joel because he's so sensitive he might cry. That's mean. Okay. That's happened before. He's not, not. cry. Gee. He might get mad, but he's not going to cry. I, I, I can defend myself, right, because of you idiots that hide behind a keyboard and, and don't show us. That's why I always say, <laughs> if you really want to be tough coming at me, send us a picture. Tell me what you do. Show me who you're married to, how many kids you got, because those are the shots that we take. I don't think we should ask for pictures from the listeners. Yeah, we, we oh, the Barry Lamanek did that one time, and he just went nuts roasting them. <laughs> uh, this whole show is a car wreck. Brought to you by Steve Hollingsworth. Yep. We got people to send us pictures of Oilers jerseys, but Titans jerseys. Please stop.
He might be banned from the show. All right. Let's get to the wreck. Uh, anything else you got? Yeah, let's get to the car wreck. It's big. Um, I got one. Yeah, what is, what's your nomination? I've got the fact that Angel Hernandez proved last night he no longer should be an umpire in Major mm. League Baseball. The tool shed that is it's Angel Hernandez good. that wants to be bigger than the game, that wants more attention than the game, that rang up Bryce Harper on one of the most obvious check swings on the planet, just shows you every single day. This man had the audacity to file a lawsuit to say that he should be he is being banned from baseball playoff umpiring because of uh, uh, anything to do with race. No, it's because you suck, bro, because you can't make a call right, and you'd be better off making a call blindfolded than what I saw unfold again last night, and this should be the end of it. After this season, Angel Hernandez should not be a major league baseball umpire, period. I'll be honest with you, Joel. I think that's really the only nominee for today. It was so bad. Oh, it was blatant. It was so, so, so bad that, like, there is nothing. I, I, The tantrum from Bryce Harper also kind of included in that. Because, like, you have to know he sucks. And he said after the game, too, I'm going to get fined. I know this. I'm going to get a letter from whoever sends the letters. And it's not because I'm wrong. It's because I'm talking about Angel again. But everybody talks about Angel. We've seen him when he did Astros games. It comes up for a reason because he has no clue. He's right. got to go. Angel Hernandez added to the list of winners of the Car Wreck of the Day brought to you by CarWreckTexas.com. I only made it twice this week out of five days. I consider that a major accomplishment. All right. I've been with you guys for three hours. I got to move houses. So Way to I go, gotta, Skinny. I got to go. Uh, we'll have uh, Patrick Creighton. We'll have five-star wagering world coming up at 7. Patrick Creighton followed by that. And Hall of Fame with Brad Gilmore and Booker T will be live again tonight at 10 o'clock. We will talk to you guys on Monday at 3. See ya. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.